This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son. The king of all kings. The greatest story ever told. Can we? Can we? Is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024, and on July 4th, stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. Available now from Dynamis Books, Wounded Tiger by T. Martin Bennett, the compelling true redemption story of Mitsuo Fujita, the Japanese pilot who led the surprise attack on Pearl Harbor in World War II. Wounded Tiger is a thoroughly researched account that reads like a novel, an immersive experience with more than 300 photos, including historical archives, maps, personal letters, and official documents. Wounded Tiger by T. Martin Bennett from Dynamis Books, available in stores and online now. Go to WoundedTiger.com now to read the first chapters for free. A young mother labeled impure, a shepherd boy considered unclean. Experience Jesus' birth through their eyes this season with Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night. The specially remastered story is only in theaters from December 12th to 17th, including a never-before-seen performance from Andrea and Matteo Bocelli, seven musical performances, and two new monologues. Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night, is the perfect way to celebrate the hope and joy of Christmas. Learn more at fathomevents.com. Most anticipated rock holiday tradition returns. Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. Coming to a city near you. A legendary blend of rock, classical, and holiday music for the entire family. Don't miss Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. Go to TSOTickets.com for info. This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son, the king of all kings. The greatest story ever told can we, can we is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. A young mother labeled impure. A shepherd boy considered unclean. Experience Jesus' birth through their eyes this season with Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night. 
The specially remastered story is only in theaters from December 12th to 17th, including a never-before-seen performance from Andrea and Matteo Bocelli, seven musical performances, and two new monologues. Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night, is the perfect way to celebrate the hope and joy of Christmas. Learn more at fathomevents.com. The Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. All right, we've got a lot to get to, including the latest uh, from the headlines, which we will uh, tear apart in this way. We will see what is happening. We will figure out uh, why it is so important, and we'll try to apply how it matters to us in our daily lives. That's all straight ahead. Kevin McCullough, we get started right now. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Welcome to the Wellness Wednesday edition. It is... Uh, Great to have you here. And as I'm um, looking at the uh, headlines tonight, and we're gonna, we've got Dr. Jeanette Nishwat uh, scheduled to join us, and she's gonna, I'm, I'm gonna ask her about some of the of the stuff that's in the headlines because um, just announced that uh, Hamas has released um, some more hostages. This is on the sixth day of the ceasefire. Now, here's here's my problem with where things stand with that at present. <clears throat> the um the idea of the ceasefire the temporary ceasefire was so that um you could get some of these hostages released and hamas has figured out that if they slow walk this process and so you've seen fewer amounts of hostages released in each ensuing day uh that they're going to they're going to put a choke on the entire process and I had someone come up to me this morning at the gym, um, Israeli friend of mine that's been very concerned and he goes to Israel, you know, four or five times a year. And he's like, Kevin, I think that what they're going to do is they're going to offer a permanent ceasefire for the remainder of the hostages. And there's a lot of political pressure that's being put on Benjamin Netanyahu, obviously for, uh, what's what's going on and and how things proceed from here um, that I that I don't know that is all that helpful, friends. There's no way that they can, in any fashion, allow Hamas to continue to exist after this is done. So they took these hostages, knowing that they would have some bargaining chips in the process of trying to stay afloat, stay in existence. And now we've given them six days to rev up their inventories. I don't know if, they, if they're getting things. I'm sure that Israel's trying to prevent any type of weaponry at all from, from getting into Gaza. 
but there has been, you know, six days of reprieve from keeping the Hamas terrorists on the run that now they're, they're recouping and they're figuring out if we stretch this out, maybe we make this last a little bit longer, a little bit longer. Uh, and remember that the head of Hamas said that, that October 7th was just the beginning of all of it, that their intention is to keep going at this until they've wiped Israel off the map. So for whatever the protests here in New York and, you know, you've got the tree lighting tonight and other things, and you know that there's going to be protests and things going on. Uh, the, the end game here is that Hamas wants to still be in existence. So we're trying to um, get the hostages to safety. They're trying to keep their terrorist operations going. And that's, that's the bottom line. Anyway, um, the, the latest on, on these particular hostages is that they released two Israeli-Russian hostages, a mother and her daughter. Uh, the hostages were Irena Tati, 73, and her daughter Elena uh, Truf, Truna, Trufanova, I think is how you say it, at age 50. Uh, this was the sixth release of hostages under this temporary uh, pause, uh, and the terrorist organization had previously released 60 Israeli women and children 21 people of other nationalities since Friday, while Israel has released about 150 Palestinian prisoners. And just for what it's worth, my my own feelings on that, these this is not equitable in any way. Um, these are grandmothers and babies that Hamas took. They weren't lawful combatants. They didn't they didn't go in there and take IDF soldiers. <clears throat> They didn't go in there and take uh, people that were in uniforms. They went in and took vulnerable women and children and took them out of homes and took them out of places where they were just living their life. The people that Israel is being forced to give up are people that have carried out actual murderous, contemptuous attacks against the Israeli people. Uh, most of them have been charged with attempted murder or murder itself. And so this huge amount of murderers that they're getting back for the handful of babies that are coming out at the same time, to me, it's, it's just, it's unjust. And all of it's unjust. The, the media playing this role that these, re, these reunions between the, the hostages and their families, and, you know, it's, they're putting this rainbow and this, you know, sparkly smile all over this and say, look, oh, this, these families are back together. No, they're not back together. Many of these children are coming to family members that aren't their mother and father because their mother and fathers were murdered on October 7th. There's nothing happy about this except that they're no longer in that danger. And I'm going to ask Dr. Nishwat about this, but she's worked with critical crisis uh, care in, in terms of post-war and post rape and post-assault uh, type of type of trauma uh th this is anything but a happy happy thing yes we're grateful that the hostages are being released and being reunited with families that they never should have been separated from end of period end of statement period never should have been separated from them this is this is not even getting back to what i would call you know break even because you've got families whose 1,400 members are dead. 
And for some of the hostages being released, they don't even know the extent of the number of family that they have that are dead. So even coming back into freedom and into safety is still going to be traumatic in a significant way for a lot of them. We'll get into that uh, with uh, Dr. Nishwad a little bit later. Um, <clears throat> there have been a... Um, There have been a number of, of hostages that have been released, and uh, Wednesday's exchange came as officials from Israel, the U.S., and Qatar negotiate a potential second extension of the current ceasefire. Israel and Hamas originally agreed to a four-day, and and th that's all, all, all that means is that Israel's not firing on Hamas, because Hamas, they've had their, their capacity to conduct their their hostilities basically eradicated now they've had six days now to rebuild whatever they could um but they're saying if there's no agreement israel may resume its military campaign against hamas in gaza come thursday and even if they get all of the hostages back or if they don't it's my it's my opinion that they've got to they've got to follow through on this. There is no way that Hamas can stay in power. That can they even stay in existence, and Israel be safe. This this attack demonstrated just what utter low life dogs uh, Hamas is, and this is not about a fictitious land called Palestine that never existed. This is about the people of the state of Israel living in safety and those that people that that are in the state of Israel some of them are Palestinian Arab people but they've chosen to be lawful peaceful citizens in the state of Israel anyway Kevin McCullough coming back uh, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat joins me and a little bit later on um, well something else interesting to close with anyway stay here This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son, the king of all kings. The greatest story ever told can we, can we is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem, rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock, and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down, and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north, into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped, right in front of us. Men were beaten, 
and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief. And then they raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024, and on July 4th, stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. The song with joyful ring of caroling One seems to hear words of good cheer From everywhere filling the air Yeah, while people sing songs of good cheer Christmas is here Merry, 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 merry Christmas Merry, 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 merry Christmas Breaking news as it happens You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio Christmas is here all right, Kevin McCullough, it is Wellness Wednesday, and that means that uh, we focus a little bit more on the health of the uh, side of the news and what's going on, and sometimes that is not disconnected from the major headlines themselves. Dr. Jeanette Nishwad is back with us, and uh, Dr. Jeanette, I think it's been a few weeks since you've been on, so it's good to reconnect with you. I hope you had a good holiday. 
Yes, it was wonderful. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving as well. I was watching all of the uh, Nishwat uh, food creations uh, on the social media, and I just got more and more hungry as I went along. In fact, you did a uh, you did a, a a fun little quiz. You you asked people to guess what a certain dish was. What what was in first? Tell my people what were in what was in the dish. Okay, yes, it's the traditional dish of the country of Jordan, because I'm Jordanian, and it consists of meat and rice and almonds and Middle Eastern spices and a Mediterranean type of yogurt. And it's just it's absolutely delicious. You'll have to we'll have to save you a plate next it time. It <laughs> looked incredible. And um then I did not know the name of it, but you know, I've Mixer. been Okay. I've been to <laughs> Israel a couple of times and there are, you know, there's a lot of rice protein types of dishes that yeah. uh, that they like to serve in that region so um maybe at some point we can talk about the the health ramifications of a diet based on rice and yes. chicken but let me let me start with the more serious stuff first um we have begun to see uh, a number of these um what is now becoming somewhat um, familiar uh images of hostages being released i told my listeners the last couple of days that this is this is not i'm i'm joyful that families are being reunited but this is not the happy thing that i that i think some of the media wants to make it out to be these babies these older women these hostages should never have been taken to begin with this is a tragedy but there is even probably more that they're going to have to face coming back and you referenced that on the social media just this last week Dr. Jeanette what are you what are you anticipating that some of these hostages are going to need to to deal with and to face as they come back to their lives as they know them now yeah, you know, it, it's a blessing to see some of them being released and I do hope and pray that all of them uh, will be released. Um, you know, so sad what we're seeing at the hands of this terrorist organization. But the first thing um, that happens is when a hostage is released, you know, it's not just, you know, okay, we got him out. That That's step one. Um, you know, they get in an initial health care check. Um, I don't know if you've, if you've had a chance to see um, when the hostages are released at the, at the border through the Red Cross, um, there are several ambulances with doctors on standby, and that's to provide them a quick, immediate health check. For example, one of the hostages has blood pressure issues and has been this long, apparently, um, from what I've read, without her blood blood pressure medication. Oh, wow. And so if your if your blood pressure is too high or too low, you know, that can result in a stroke, that can result in a heart attack, it can result in um, you know, kidney problems. Um, so they receive first an initial health check where um they'll make sure that you know they don't have any open wounds or, or bleeding or anything like that. And then they're they're gonna be sent to a hospital, um, one of six hospitals in Israel. Um, you know, for example, the children will probably go to the children's hospital with and you know the health ministry in Israel, um, very highly capable, very highly competent, you know, best uh, healthcare in the world, um, you know, for some of the things that that they do. And so they'll undergo a, then a thorough a, a medical evaluation. Sometimes, they, for example, if they have, you know, an injury, they may have x-rays, their vital signs will be checked, their electrolytes will be checked. Um, a lot of them will probably be 
be malnourished and dehydrated. Um, so that's why sometimes they do blood work to check their electrolytes because obviously we need to re-nourish them. But you have to be very careful not to do it too quickly. Um, there's a syndrome called refeeding syndrome. Um, that's a metabolic uh, problem. So if you replace lost electrolytes, for example, too quickly, that can be very dangerous. And then remember, uh, Kevin, they've been underground, you know, for what, over a month. So, um, you know, we worry about, again, electrolyte abnormalities, low vitamin D, their eyes will be checked, their teeth will be checked. And then, of course, you know, psychologically, they have to, you know, we have to make sure uh, that they receive the care and the assistance that they need to get through such a traumatic, uh, such a traumatic environment. It all starts with being exposed to a strong support care with their family, mm. their loved ones, even their pets, and, and then assigned a, a psychiatrist or social worker. Um, to help them, you know, get back to normal life again. But for some of them, it's going to be a while. You know, some of them, we, they have been, possibly have witnessed family members murdered, or maybe they have family members that are still um, being kept as hostage. So a very difficult, devastating situation. We definitely will continue to pray, to pray for them. But it's going to be a step-by-step um, you know, situation to provide them with the treatment and the care that they need um, after they are assessed by the medical professionals and provided the appropriate treatment and care, which, you know, again, could be including, you know, treating different injuries, administering their medications, providing counseling, you know, medical support, mental health support, um, and help them to reintegrate back into normal life again. Well, and what I'm hearing from you, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I want to make sure that this is what I'm understanding is that for almost none of them, life is ever really going to look normal again. Like it's changed permanently and to the degree that they need ongoing medical or psychological assistance, that will probably vary person to person. But you're saying that they need to be prepared to look at life differently than they did before October 7th. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. But you know, the humans are resilient and, and with the grace of God and with prayer and with family and a strong support system, we can at least do our best, do the best we can to yeah. help, you know, treat possible post-traumatic stress disorder or depression that may lead to suicide or drug use or alcohol or substance abuse or generalized anxiety disorder. So you're absolutely right. Um, and it depends on the on the age as well. Of, of each hostage, you have anywhere from a 10 month old up to, you know, I believe 85 years old. And so each one will, will require, will require different care that will be likely, um, you know, customized to their needs. But I think the best thing that we can do is, is just pray, provide support and, um, and go from there. I want to be delicate with this, but I, I think it's probably a legit issue. Do, do you, do you suspect that there will be sexual trauma that some of these girls will have had to face and deal with as well? Yeah, it's quite possible, you know, during the physical examination that they will undergo in the hospitals, you know, the doctors will examine them for signs of rape and for war crimes and, and torture. Um, and if there's any evidence or even if the, the hostage says, yes, this is what happened to me, they'll be examined. Evidence will be collected. And you're absolutely right. It's a very sensitive and traumatizing and just truly, truly devastating um 
so well, it's one of the reasons why I don't I don't like the uh, press's equivocation of the prisoners that Israel's giving up, which are largely convicted murderers or attempted murderers, uh, yeah. men that are you know in their teens to their mid twenties, uh, etc. In exchange for these hostages, it is not equal. It is very Absolutely. disproportionate, and these were innocent girls, innocent women, innocent uh, older women. Um, the the terrorists took who they took for a reason, and I, yes, I'm thankful to God that they're they're being reunited with family, but they're we're a long way from from having anything good happening here, uh, in in my estimation, and I I just hope and pray that we can create a world in which that is addressed soon. She's Dr. Jeanette Nishwat. We've got more to talk about. It is Wellness Wednesday. Please stay with us. Available now from Dynamis Books, Wounded Tiger by T. Martin Bennett, a compelling true redemption story of Mitsuo Fujita, the Japanese pilot who led the surprise attack on Pearl Harbor in World War II. Wounded Tiger is a thoroughly researched account that reads like a novel, an immersive experience with more than 300 photos, including historical archives, maps, personal letters, and official documents. Wounded Tiger by T. Martin Bennett from Dynamis Books, available in stores and online now. Go to WoundedTiger.com now to read the first chapters for free of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule changing the world one life at a time i'm older and i have more energy just like all the commercials that i see on tv so it really is a help uh, to my well-being i'm 80 years old i clean up after 450 kids in the cafeteria for three hours and then i clean 300 steps and then I, I vacuum carpets and clean halls in five hours because you know, for an 80 year old that's a lot to do and I still have energy after work. I consider it a, a great success. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money back guarantee. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KMC. Are you or a loved one battling cancer? Discover Oasis of Hope, an alternative treatment hospital where faith and medicine combine for effective healing. Listen to this testimonial from Michelle Tucker, a cancer victor. The third time I was diagnosed with breast cancer, it had spread to my pancreas, and my doctor had given me four weeks to live. I went to Oasis of Hope, and six years later, I am alive and well. Michelle's story is replicated hundreds of times over, including in the McCullough household. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I thoroughly endorse the Oasis of Hope, and I think you'll find the help that you're looking for. Call 888-500-4673 for a medical consultation and free magazine. Call 888-500-4673. That's 888-500-4673. Oasis of Hope does not guarantee specific outcomes or results. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. 
My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. The most anticipated rock holiday tradition returns. Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. Coming to a city near you. A legendary blend of rock, classical, and holiday music for the entire family. Don't miss Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. Go to TSOTickets.com for info. This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son. The king of all kings. The greatest story ever told. Can we? Can we? Is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. Amplifying truth and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. And we're back. It's a Wellness Wednesday and uh, talking about some very serious aspects of health as it relates to the hostages that are being um, freed in, in Israel. And we, we are anticipating, hoping that all of the hostages will be released. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I was hearing uh, rumblings today of a deal where if uh, Israel said that the ceasefire would become permanent, they'd release all the rest of the hostages. I don't know that Israel has the temperament to not finish the job in terms of getting rid of Hamas completely uh, before this is all out. We'll have to just see what's going on. Obviously, the government there has a lot of pressure on it uh, to do various things from various perspectives. Um, But my concern from the beginning has been and it is because I'm a father of an eight-year-old daughter, and I, I just so identified with those parents who uh, saw their babies taken on October 7th, and if it's been kind of a nightmarish thing for them ever since. And if I feel that way about it, I can only imagine that the parents uh, and the family members. And Dr. Jeanette Nishwat rejoins us. Dr. Jeanette, that's part of the thing, too, here, is that a lot of these children are coming back to families that don't exist because some of their parents were killed in the process. And in terms of their own health, they're going to have to adjust to living with other family members and other living arrangements than what they were taken from. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, reconnecting with a strong social support system with family, this is usually a crucial, a critical aspect of the recovery process. But if your parents were, you know, sadly killed and murdered by Hamas, 
then you've lost those connections. So in a sense, you have to start from scratch. But hopefully, you know, they have aunts and, and you know, um, and uncles and grandparents that have been in their lives that can take over um, for them to help them recover. But it's, you know, it's obviously it's going to be difficult, The you know, based on your age. You know, if you have a 10-month-old baby, it's not going to be as difficult as a five or six-year-old that knows very well who their parents are right. and um, will take longer for them to recover but th- that's why it's uh, you know the specific steps taken based on various factors based on their age what happened to them what they wis- witnessed do they know exactly what happened when, while they were uh, taken hostage underground in, in Gaza and how long were they you know have they been held captive what happened to them while they were there what type of support were they given while they were held hostage so all these factors have to be taken into consideration and then once they are released um, you know, you have to be careful. You cannot just interrogate and interview a child that can be very traumatizing to them. You have to wait. Well, and, I was going to ask, do you think it's Israel's policy that they're going to take them through all of these, uh, the hospital and the doctors and stuff, or do they, do they connect them with their, their parent or their family member first, and then have that family member go with them through that process? What, what do you yeah. think the situation is? Yes, what they do is allow for close family members right now to be with them in the hospitals, even pets they're allowing in some of these hospitals just so that they can have a sense of home and family again. But that's, you know, being with your family is just as good as any medicine when you're in a a traumatic situation. Mm -hmm. So that strong family support, the hug of your mother or your father or your, your sibling, that is critical. That is crucial just to allow that child or whomever was released as a hostage to feel support to feel love that is what's going to help in the recovery process if not more you know probably more than you know a doctor providing you know a, a medical care in the initial phases of course it's all uh, important but uh, initially it's going to be it's being done simultaneously from what i have read um that is being done by the health ministry they have uh, what's called a medical and resilience team a team of highly trained doctors and nurses um, who are primed and know how to handle released hostages so that they can provide step-by-step care for all of these hostages and make sure that all of their needs are met and to make sure that, you know, six weeks from now or six months from now or six years from now that they have consistent care and good quality care so that they don't have any, you know, for example, relapses into depression or um, thoughts of suicide or that sort of thing. Well, and, you you come at this from kind of um, a different perspective than a lot of people because you've been in wartime situations and you've seen uh, the trauma. Uh, you were telling me uh, during the break that um, you treated women that had been um, raped and assaulted in the Ukrainian-Russian uh, conflict. And this is really something historically that that battling forces have have done to inflict psychological pain on their on their enemy and it is inhumane it is cruel it is it is horrible and yet dr nishwat no matter how complicated and sophisticated the world becomes it seems like uh, evil returns to the same same practices every time i mean it's really sad she's dr jeanette nishwat we're talking wellness wednesday when we come back i'm gonna shift gears completely we're gonna go uh, something much more positive stay with us A young mother labeled impure, a shepherd boy considered unclean. Experience Jesus' birth through their eyes this season with Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night. 
The specially remastered story is only in theaters from December 12th to 17th, including a never-before-seen performance from Andrea and Matteo Bocelli, seven musical performances, and two new monologues. Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night, is the perfect way to celebrate the hope and joy of Christmas. Learn more at FathomEvents.com. For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. Uh, we have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. But I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. Uh, and she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work, but because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog, if you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk. So the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she tells her story later. Uh, as she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself, and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, she would do hard work every day, carry water, long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. A young mother labeled impure. A shepherd boy considered unclean. Experience Jesus' birth through their eyes this season with Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night. The specially remastered story is only in theaters from December 12th to 17th, including a never-before-seen performance from Andrea and Matteo Bocelli, seven musical performances, and two new monologues. Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night, is the perfect way to celebrate the hope and joy of Christmas. Learn more at FathomEvents.com.
it's happening in New York or across the globe. Learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, final few minutes with Dr. Jeanette Nishwat on this edition of Wellness Wednesday. So grateful, Dr. Jeanette, for your insight uh, and for what you've seen and where you've been. You really do have some unique um, uh, perspectives on all of this, which is very helpful. But I want to shift gears because I want to go back to that happy uh, social media feed that I saw all these beautiful dishes being made in the in the Nishwat household and all of the the, the Thanksgiving feasting and everything else. Yeah, I got so hungry. I think that I gained like five pounds just reading your social media posts. Um, so if that's the case coming out of Thanksgiving and, you know, for us in the McCullough household, I, I took the lovely bride to Italy the week before Thanksgiving and we ate our way through Northern Italy celebrating our 20th wedding anniversary. So I'm already like, you know, upside down on my holiday uh, diet and what I should be doing and so forth. And we're just opening the window here to all the parties, the, the Salem Christmas party is next week, and I know that there's going to be a lot of good food there and so forth. So in the spirit of wanting to get through the the holiday celebrations and enjoy them to my max, um, what are some good tips that you're letting patients know, hey, you can do this and it'll help you get through the holidays in a healthier fashion? Well, look, the holidays are once a year. Christmas, especially my favorite holiday, is once a year. So my my thing is just to enjoy the holidays just be be smart moderation you know if you're going to try something that's fine but for example if you're a diabetic you want to be careful about the sugar for example drinks say you're having alcoholic beverages loaded with sugar um eggnog loaded with sugar so you want to be careful with um grazing and calories adding up and it all starts with number one processed foods be careful with the processed foods lots of refined sugars is where we um, see uh, a lot of the calories that pack on people gain weight during the holidays um, so I would just say watch what you're drinking and watch the processed foods and stay active even though it's really cold outside just make sure that you're, you're staying active and still getting 150 minutes of activity each week that's the recommendation of the American Heart Association also still making sure that you're getting enough sleep um, seven to eight hours a night is, is the recommendation and um, I say don't wait till New Year's to have a New Year's resolution. You could start now if you've decided, you know, you want to maybe shed a few pounds or, or change up your lifestyle um, by maybe it means no smoking or getting more fruits and vegetables and fiber in your diet, cutting back on red meat. That's not something you have to wait until the first of the year. You could start that now and that way you have a head, a head start for the new year. Yeah. Well, and I was thinking as you were mentioning all of the lovely things that we want to enjoy, all of the desserts, you know, all of the all of the pies and the cookies and the eggnog and all the stuff you were talking about, it all comes out. Like people are like, you know, there's, there's candy bowls sitting around with chocolates yeah. in them and stuff like that. So, um, and, and in the spirit of, you know, like wanting to enjoy yourself, are there things like maybe when you're not at the party or if you know, you've got a party like this weekend, maybe you eat, you know, uh, more green leafy vegetables all week long, so that you're in a better frame of your 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 biology is in a happier place if you do indulge a little bit more on the weekend at the big party yeah i hear what you're saying so you're saying be good during the week and then have a cheat day huh is that what you well, mean maybe Kevin? or or but is there is there a sense that i don't have to like punish myself and not enjoy the good stuff at all but maybe working in some of those things that you were talking about those those 
those good green vegetables, the roughage, the fiber, all that other stuff that helps the system uh, do better. No. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and again, I, I think, you know, uh, the holidays is once a year and, and moderation is the key. I think uh, we have to keep in mind our happiness and our mental health is just important as our as our physical health. And if you're going to try one, you know, cookie or one item that maybe is not a fruit or a vegetable, I don't think that's going to kill you. But you do have to keep in mind, for example, if you have high blood pressure and you're going to eat something salty or if you have diabetes, just keep that in mind to make sure that you don't overdo it. Because you, we might just say to ourselves, oh, I'm just going to take a little taste of this, a little bite here, a little bite there. All that grazing, all those calories add up, the sugar adds up and uh, the salt adds up. And the key is um, we, we don't want to spike up your blood sugar and then it shoot back down. We want to keep, keep it baseline level. Yeah, try to keep and you're absolutely even. right. The, the fruits and vegetables can help with that. Well, and let me ask you this too, because I was just uh, talking to someone the other day and they talked about this, you know, in the cold, colder months, we tend to not think that we are as thirsty as we are in the hot months. So I think water intake sometimes kind of goes down a little bit in the colder seasons, um, making sure we're get, we're still drinking as much water as we're supposed to be is really key during this stretch too, isn't it? Yeah, you know, sometimes our bodies um, cannot decipher between thirst and hunger, and then you add the variable of temperature um, that can, you know, uh, trick your body. For example, some people, when it's freezing cold outside, they may be drinking alcohol to warm up and become can become easily dehydrated and put themselves in harm's way, especially if they have any underlying medical conditions. Um, but yes, it's just important, uh, just uh, important during the winter as it is in the summertime to stay hydrated. And it's even important to wear sunblock in the winter because we still have UV <laughs> rays that that shine through, even if you don't see the sun out and it's cold out, outside. So you're absolutely right about that one. Hydration uh, is important. That's why I always say to my patients, stay warm and hydrated. All right. So <laughs> final question and this is this is going to be on the more fun side what is your favorite holiday dish what what's in it and why do you like it so much oh gosh my favorite dish is a dish in in arabic it's called what diwali and basically it's stuffed grape leaves and i actually had it this uh past thanksgiving <laughs> i'm not a big turkey i person. think you made it um i think i saw some some uh, instagram on that Oh my gosh, yes, it is so delicious. It's stuffed grape leaves, stuffed with rice and meat and spices, and then you sprinkle some lemon on it, and it's just so delicious. And uh, I will probably gonna make it again for, for Christmas. Um, but that's my favorite, and I think probably because I used to make it with my mom growing up when I was a kid. I used to cook a lot. Not so much these days, but um, it's the stuffed grape leaves. And also you could do the same thing with stuffed cabbage. Uh, and it's called well, in fact, yeah. in that region of the world, and I mean, from Southern Europe all the way through the Middle East, it seems like every country has a variation on that same dish, whether it's yes. cabbage or grape leaves. But there's always like some sort of protein, maybe a little bit of rice in there. And I've had them in many different countries and many different. And I got to tell you, that's it's one of my favorite. Uh, so good, isn't it? It's, it's delicious. Yes. It's incredible. <laughs> Thank you for being with us. Happy Thanksgiving belatedly and, a, and an early Merry Christmas, although we may talk to you again before before the, uh, the, the big holiday rolls around. But thanks for being with us tonight. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. And I hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you later. Do the same. Calvin okay, McCullough, bye. coming right back. Stay here. Thank you, ma'am. Bye, Ken. This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son. The king of all kings. The greatest story ever told. Can we 
is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10th. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024, and on July 4th, stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details, like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. ThatKevinTour.com or call 1-800-581-8942 or ThatKevinTour.com The most anticipated rock holiday tradition returns. Trans-Siberian Orchestra live in concert coming to a city near you. A legendary blend of rock, classical and holiday music for the entire family. Don't miss Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert, The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. Go to TSOTickets.com for info. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be What you need to know when you need it. Kevin McCullough Radio. All right. Final few minutes um, on Wellness Wednesday. And uh, thank you to Dr. Jeanette Nishwat for being with us. Thank you to Balance of Nature for sponsoring the Wellness Wednesday broadcast and for all the good that the fruits and the veggies continue to do for my body. I just I am so grateful for Dr. Douglas Howard and for the entire team at Balance of Nature. I uh, started taking them. Um, eight years ago, used to get seasonal bronchitis every time the weather changed and it would often develop into a very deeply felt chest congestion and coughing and everything. Sometimes it would take me off the air for a few days at a time. And, um, since 
since Dr. Howard and since the fruits and veggies, um, I've had maybe one episode of that in eight years. And you know what, you, you know why it occurred? <laughs> because I had stopped taking my fruits and veggies for a while. Um, and so I'm just, I'm deeply grateful. Um, and anything that, um, anything that, uh, that, that, you know, you, you need to know they've got health coaches. When you, when you call and you, you get your first supply, it's just, it's, it's just a great, great sponsorship. I'm so thankful that they are part of the, the family here. Um, final few minutes here. I just, I ran across this headline earlier today and I just, I'm reminded at times that we are, we humans are vulnerable and very fragile. And, you know, this is the end of the year. This is the time sometimes when uh, corporations are making changes and people sometimes are losing jobs or moving on to other opportunities. And life changes a lot around us. And I am grateful that when people who got things wrong say that they did. Um, and I was reading in the Epoch Times today that as the dust settles from the COVID-19 pandemic, um, and the fallout over lockdown policies is becoming more pronounced. Some lockdown proponents like New York University professor Scott Galloway have admitted that they were wrong for supporting lockdowns. L listen to this. Mr. Galloway was on with the Bill Maher last weekend. He said, I was on the board of my kid's school during COVID. I wanted a harsher lockdown policy. In retrospect, I was wrong. The damage to kids of keeping them out of school longer was greater than the risk. But here's the bottom line. Myself, our great people at the CDC, I'd like to think the governor, we were all operating with imperfect information and we were doing our best. He said, referring to the Centers for Disease Control and Governor Cuomo at the time, et cetera. He said, but let's learn from it. Let's hold each other accountable and let's let's bring a little bit of grace and forgiveness. Um, the Epoch Times writes that uh, he's not the only one to admit he was wrong for supporting them. Dr. Ari Joff, a clinical professor of pediatrics at the University of Alberta, Canada, and an attending physician in the pediatric critical care medicine department there, also supported lockdowns. So did Kevin Bass, a seventh year medical student and researcher at Texas Medical School. Both now say they were wrong because of groupthink and fear mongering rather than the information. And both push back against Mr. Galloway's notion that the powers that be were, quote, doing their best. Um, and they go on to explain that they looked at data at the time and they came to a different conclusion than Mr. Galloway did. The important part, and I think this is significant, is that all three of them now say that the policy was wrong and that it shouldn't be revisited if we were to have another pandemic in the near future. All right, that's it for Wellness Wednesday. I'm Kevin McCullough. Thank you so much for being with us, and we'll see you next time.